0: No host thing going. What a dumb idea. What a joke. So stupid. You know what has a host? Applebee's has a host. Yeah. They have food too. We would have brought food. Yeah. And now you guys are going to starve to death. You know who the real victims are here?
1: It's us. Hosting is the only thing we know how to do. I'm sorry, but this show sucks. You would have been a great host. You would have been even better, Stephen. I know.
0: (laughs) Uh, Applebee's has a host. That's pretty funny. So the Emmys were last night. You didn't know that. I I didn't watch a second. Down 22% in viewership from last year, which was an all-time low. An all-time low followed by a 22% drop. Uh is not easy to pull off. Goodbye, award shows. But from a... um, I think they should still give them, but they don't need to have a
2: show. They just announce who won. I got the Uh, list. It certainly doesn't need to be a three-hour show. Uh, Three hours? It was a nice, tight three hours this time. Normally, they got bloated and would go like 330, 340.
0: So HBO won (laughs) 34 Emmys. Netflix, 27. Let's skip way down to the the big networks you grew up with.
2: ABC got one. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's one more than I got.
0: Yeah, ABC, all your efforts. You got one more Emmy than I got. I didn't even try this year. Should've made a show. We could have tied. <laughs> uh CBS got four. NBC got seven. That's Congratulations, nice. NBC. You know, what National you Geographic got eight.
2: Ooh, You're behind a, National for Geographic. The channel.
0: Prime Video got fifteen.
2: Five of those NBC wins were all from Saturday Night Live as well. There was uh, not a. Oh, s- really? There was not a single scripted network show that won a single thing. They're, wow.
0: They're, they're they're in an impossible situation. Although you said there's a really good one on one of the networks. The but, Ted Danson oh, uh, vehicle. The,
2: the good place is fantastic. Ben, it if it won, I would have been fine with that. But the fact that it didn't win. Yeah,
0: got, okay. When you got to present it to me with commercials and you can't use bad language, I mean that's that. Those are a couple of. A- a couple of eight balls, which is a weird game of billiards. Those are a couple of eight balls to be behind. Yeah, you don't get to cuss,
1: and you have to take commercial breaks. Wow you you need it to you need cussing to have it be entertaining. What kind of man are you? Yeah,
0: somebody getting mad and somebody calling somebody else a jive turkey just you, doesn't you work for darn
2: me. Darn jerk, <laughs> working with a bunch of ice holes.
0: <laughs> but uh, so Game of Thrones won best drama, best comedy is something I had not heard of, but you say is really good.
2: Uh, Fleabag very funny, but uh, don't watch it with the kids. It's it's for the adults. Okay. Mm. I'll check it out as opposed to the good place which you can watch with the entire family oh really oh yeah yeah it's family it's friendly all, friendly all ages and educational and it's educational you say it teaches philosophy through the guise of of uh, of a standup what? Or, uh, not stand up through a sitcom it's bu- it's it's wonderful I'll be danged
0: um so the hill had this article over the weekend that was pretty good media and candid it was an opinion piece by someone I can tell you who it is <laughs> Dr. Michael Rosenbaum. Okay. Media and candidates should be ashamed that they don't talk about obesity when they're talking about health care. Wow. And when I saw the headline, I thought, yeah, you're right. Nobody ever brings it up, and I think we all know why. Because nobody, nobody, nobody who's overweight wants to be reminded they're overweight. You need the heavy vote. Even though that's clearly a problem, as this doctor points out, obesity should be... One of the main topics, if not the main topic when we're talking about healthcare in America, it affects 40% of eligible voters and doesn't get mentioned at all, plus 20% of our children. Um, even more so for uh, African Americans, uh, Hispanic, Native Americans. It's even a higher percentage of obese. Um and more working-class people than the uh, highly educated. So if you're out there talking healthcare to the working class and you don't talk about obesity,
1: what are you doing? You're being a politician. I guess. It's all, here's what I'm going to give you, and I'm going to ask absolutely nothing of you.
0: Projected to cost a half a trillion dollars per year by 2030. Currently costs about $200 billion. And uh, accounts for over 300,000 deaths per year from obesity-related Uh, medical problems, Mm. yet gets no mention Mm. on the campaign stage.
1: You know, if you're going to ask for my tax dollars for your health care, I should be able to ask stuff of you. But that's rarely how it works. Right.
0: It is something, though. We're an interesting beast that we're all of a sudden uh, overweight and don't want to talk about it.
2: Well, the moment anybody brings it up, they get shouted down as fat shamers. Sure. I don't know. Oh speaking of medical care we got
1: this note from star you're going to be a star uh, about medicare for all we were talking earlier about poll numbers uh, suggesting that is it 41% of uh, all I sh- voters
0: I should hit all those again cuz yeah. they're they're worth Why don't you
1: go ahead yeah they're
0: worth it they're troubling i found them all troubling including the ones that are not even up to um, you know 50% the fact that they're this close Um, I'll do the other ones first. Free public college, 81% of Democratic primary voters like the idea of free public
1: college. How can you be against free?
0: When I say free, I know that means taxpayer money. We get a lot of texts and emails. There's no such thing as free. I know that. Uh, I suppose it's worth pointing out for any idiot who doesn't recognize that. But yeah, so taxpayers are supposed to pay for everybody to go to college. And I assume you're including room and board because how is that kid going to afford to go to college? Oh, so the classes are free, but he has to come up with the money for the dorm room and the food? Right. So those are going to have to provide all of it for you to study whatever you want, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, okay, so 81% of Democratic primary voters. So you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm not a Democrat. 58% of all registered voters. Now, an easy majority of all registered voters think. Public college should be free. Wow. Okay, good luck with crafting that system.
1: And again, one of my gripes is that there will be no accountability because the consumer will not pressure the provider to give them value. Because it's not their money. They won't care. You think colleges are bloated and stupid and ideological now? Ugh.
0: How about taxpayers picking up the tab for illegal immigrants? Government health care for undocumented immigrants. Two-thirds of Democratic voters... But 36% of all voters, wow, which is too close to half for wow. my uh, comfort. Now, are they talking healthcare about... health care for illegals? Are you crazy? Can you imagine going to any other country
1: illegally and expecting that somebody's going to pay for your health care for you and your family? Hilarious. It's idiotic. Nobody would expect that.
0: How could you? And then finally, the one you brought up. Uh, Medicare for all, private insurance eliminated, which is basically a complete government takeover of health care. Uh, Almost two-thirds of Democrats, 41% of all registered voters, so it's heading toward half of all registered voters, want a complete takeover of uh, government health care, which was a
1: non-starter as a political issue not that many years ago. Mm -hmm. Great note from beloved listener who's just starting on Medicare as a seasoned citizen. And her perspective on Medicare for all, really good. Coming up next. I want to hear that.
3: in India, a swarm of bees grounded a flight. Uh, the passengers on the inside of the plane were fine, but the passengers riding on top of the plane had to be...
0: That's a third world country airline joke, is what that is. That's probably racist. Bruce Springsteen's birthday, he's 70, that's why we've been playing music from The Boss. What's the best Bruce Springsteen album? Oh, it depends who you ask. Obviously. Well, I'm asking you.
1: Uh, it's difficult
0: to argue with Born to Run. I always argue for the Unheralded albums because they're so freaking good,
1: and that makes you better
0: than us. I really, I think the Ghost of Tom Joad is just a fantastic album. Yes, it but is, but just completely different kind of music than
1: what he's famous for. Right. For, for instance. Right. Agreed. uh yeah. D- have you given me anything from the first album yet, Michael? Yeah, he played. Uh, I'm OG. OG. I was he probably he
0: played uh, Indian Bummer Summer, whatever that song is.
1: <laughs> Blinded by the light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the original version that makes sense, not that d- 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 abomination by the Manfred Man, for Man Wrapped idiot Wrapped up band. like a douche? What no, does that mean? Not at all. It's cut loose like a douche. That's what he said to me. Idiots. Uh, So, got this note from Star about Medicare for all. As a newbie to Medicare, one additional thing that seems to be missing from the discussion is that Medicare does not pay 100%. There is a copay for doctors. There is a premium for Medicare that's typically deducted from your Social Security check. In addition, most people buy supplemental insurance to cover those things that Medicare does not cover. That's the whole donut thing that you have to read about. Anyway.
0: Too many donuts is why I need the health care.
1: Plus prescription drug costs and that sort of thing. So the notion that Medicare will make it all free is a laugher. Then you get into finding doctors who currently accept Medicare patients. For reasons you and Craig have uh, discussed, Craig the health care guru, providers need to balance a mix of Medicare patients with private insurance patients, so they limit how many Medicare patients they accept. That's to keep their doors open because Medicare grossly underpays for medical care. Uh, the pool is limited. So if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor isn't necessarily true. Not to mention many older docs w- will likely quit, thereby putting more pressure on the remaining providers, which will rapidly increase wait times for service. Um, and let's see. Okay, and then she talks about the Canadian healthcare system. We got this note um, on the Canadian healthcare system from Brian. My 80 year old aunt was v- from Canada, was visiting us in San Diego last year, fell and hit her head requiring surgery. While in the hospital, her national health insurance people said they would not pay for the sur- surgery in the U.S. and offered to fly her home. However, the local hospital in Windsor, she's from beautiful Windsor, Ontario, apparently, was at 120% capacity, and that the nearest hospital with a bed was 200 miles away from where they live, meaning my my uncle would need to drive 200-plus miles to be with his wife. They reluctantly paid for the surgery here in the States. I believe if she was in Canada and she fell, she wouldn't have survived. Hmm. Sorry, gotta drive two hundred miles. Probably want to put some pressure on that wound. It seems to be bleeding from her oh, mouth. Jeez. That's the reality of it, Jack. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Let's see. How about this from uh, Glenn? Um uh in twenty ten I was working with some Brent, Brits and at a lunch. Uh, discussed the main topic of the day, healthcare. They want, went on at length about all the problems with their system. What shocked me though is when they talked about our system, it was clear they felt strongly that the UK system was superior. They wondered how in the world could the US system change to be more like theirs. Uh, the big, biggest problem they saw with ours, the copay. Well, uh, you know, most honest, uh, economists, uh, will tell you. And Stephen Brill wrote a brilliant, but incredibly thick and difficult book called the uh, bitter pill America's healthcare system. But, um, the further you get between the provider of a service and the payer for that service, the more crazy and screwed up things get. Of course. And without a copay, you'll see people opting for more and more medical care. You know what? I'm a little hungover today, but it could be cancer. I'm going to make a doctor's appointment. And because you're not paying for anything. Um, unless, you know, the previous email about there will be copays is true, but, and so the doctor's office will be more and more and more and more crowded. So if you are bleeding from both eyes, um, good luck getting an appointment because there will be no barrier to seeking help. It's just, it's a, it's a real utopian pie in the sky theme. And I'm not for people dying because they're not rich. We can come up with solutions that Very cover those people without, without tearing up the part of the system that does work. Uh, Brill's uh, his his main conclusion, which was incredibly frustrating, was that the government is involved in healthcare where it shouldn't be and not where it should.
0: So, uh, speaking of pie in the sky economics, for whatever reason, I was on the the Wall Street Journal a lot over the weekend, and they had an article about how California's new law about contract employees and all that sort of stuff is going to affect Uber and Lyft.
1: Mm-hmm. What's the law that we just got signed? Well, you can't call those people contractors, independent contractors. You got to consider them employees. They have benefits and vacations. And so
0: and Lyft put out word to their drivers last week because of California's new law that they may soon be required to drive specific shifts, stick to specific areas and drive only on a single platform as in you either have to you have to choose between Uber or Lyft. You've probably been in a huh. car with an Uber or Lyft, and they've got both 90% stickers on them. Of them. Yeah, of course they do. And and uh, so, how many people does that affect? The people that you know only drive a few hours. Well, Uber put out these numbers: ninety ninety-two percent of Uber drivers drive fewer than forty hours per week, and forty-five percent, almost half of them, drive fewer than ten hours per week. Wow! So almost half their drivers are doing less than ten hours a week. So it's just now and then. You're a college student. You got another job. Your dad, Whatever it is, you're just in your free time, a little on the weekend. Oh, there's a ball game on Thursday night. I'm going to see if I can make a little money. Mm-hmm. They do it that way. That's all going to get very, very complicated, if not just go away with the new uh, law in California. The Wall Street Journal was pointing that out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how this one ends. I, I'm against any government intrusion where people are willingly... Making a deal. And they seem happy enough with
0: it. Well, 70% reported themselves as being extremely or very satisfied working for Lyft or Uber. That's
1: when Gavin Newsom has to step in, the great overlord of California, and help those people who are too stupid to know what a good deal is.
0: And speaking of California and its various laws, um, California and Oregon have both done this now or are working on it. The uh, rent control... Oh, yeah. Different versions of rent control. Washington Post with a uh, piece over the weekend saying, look, Democrats, it doesn't work. It makes things worse. And here's why. And they go through economic arguments on why the whole rent control thing is a bad idea. Yeah. And basically the article saying, look, lefties, I'm with you. We got to do something about housing. But this is the wrong way to do it.
1: Yeah. Here's the history. of it. It's so true. It reminds me of Thomas Sowell's great statement that much of the history of the last 50 years is getting rid of what works in favor of what sounds good. Everybody knows rent control doesn't work, but it sounds good if you don't know the first part, that it never works.
0: Headline in the Washington Post was, the economists are right, rent control is bad. And then they go through the arguments why.
1: Yeah, In the Washington Post, yeah,
0: the economists are right, the populists are wrong. Here's why.
1: Yeah. I I know a couple of people who are involved in the building trades in Cal Unicornia, and they both say the same thing. It is so incredibly difficult to provide housing to provide, uh, to build, whether it's multifamily like apartments or single-family homes, duplexes, whatever. And then once you do build those units, it's incredibly cumbersome to run them because of the great utopian politicians of California who can... the, The two worst people in the world, according to the government of California, is somebody who's so evil they dare to rent a property to a renter. And then even more evil than those is somebody who dares to give somebody a job and is an employer. And those two groups of people, landlords and employers, must be viewed with great suspicion and anger.
0: One more uh, article that got my attention in the Washington Post. John, Kerry, John F. Kerry, wrote an opinion piece in the Washington Post about climate change. John Kerry: China and India must step up on climate change. Good luck with that. Great. Yeah, you know, they're. But they saw your op-ed piece and are really, uh, really looking at changing their entire economy.
1: Oh yeah, they? she is running down the, uh, the, the hallways right now, waving that editorial around in his hand. We need to do something. ass asshole. John, yeah, we know. John Kerry's angry at us. Who
0: knew? Two words, Marshall. What do you got coming up? Trump doubles down. <laughs> Two three. Three. So
3: close. <laughs> Cheater. So <laughs> close.
1: That's a fifty percent overage. <laughs> and Getty.
0: Ah, remember? Former baseball great Lenny Dykstra was going to fight the bagel boss. Oh, boy. And Lenny Dykstra has backed out of it. Darn it.
2: Well, that guy also, didn't he get arrested for another kind of public park Assault brawl thing or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's a troubled, troubled guy.
0: Yeah. Darn it! I was hoping that uh, would work out, but apparently the fight is Why? still on. The fight is still on with right. Big Old Boss. They just need to find another person, a different person to beat him up. What? Jeez. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Hey, uh, that's bad news for humanity. Good news is Jack. I think tomorrow morning, bright and early, the first hour of the show when we when we do mailbag, it could be an entirely you getting a giraffe related. Uh, mail oh, wow. As the response to that plan, that well-conceived <laughs> plan, huh? is, uh, it's flooding
3: in. Fantastic. Jack wants to get a giraffe.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going to get a giraffe.
3: Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Al, President Trump at the U.N. had more to say about the growing controversy about a July phone conversation he had with the president of Ukraine telling reporters we had a perfect phone call with the president of Ukraine uh, everybody knows it it's just a democrat witch hunt here we go again a phone call prompted a whistleblower report to the intelligence community's inspector general the white house is blocking congressional demands to see that report today at the un trump said he had as you heard an appropriate conversation with the ukrainian president and yes did mention corruption in the ukraine and question Joe Biden's son's business interests in the Ukraine. Trump going on to add. As you look at what Biden did, Biden did what they would like to have me do, except for one problem. I didn't do it. What Biden did is a disgrace. What his son did is a disgrace. Trump continuing. The son took money from Ukraine. The son took money from China. China would love to see Biden get in.
0: Another uh, angle on this I heard people throw yeah. out is Biden is kind of liking this as it seems like a a uh, a leap to Trump versus Biden, right? You know, mm-hmm. Bypassing all the right. other candidates, like clearly it's a Trump Biden
1: race, right. right? Yeah. Well, he's probably concerned that uh, Liz Warren has a fair amount of momentum. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, Biden, for his part, as you and were is mentioning. not as ancient as him. Biden, for his part, says the president's behavior shows he's scared of losing in 2020 to him. Why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader? If that's what happened, that appears what happened. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum.
1: Put a chain around his head.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump was a bad dude. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, AOC, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, was tweeting out, The bigger national scandal isn't the president's law-breaking behavior. It's the Democratic Party's refusal to impeach him for it. Adding pressure to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi.
1: Hey, I said uh, vodka soda, not vodka tonic. Sandy. That's right. Wow. It's a little u- you were a bartender smack. Is
3: there any need for that? A major announcement at the Pentagon on Friday, a week after the missile attacks on Saudi oil facilities, the Defense Secretary, Mark Esper, announcing the President's approved the deployment of a so far unknown number of American troops to Saudi Arabia and the UAE, describing the mission as defensive in nature and made at the Kingdom's request. We will also work to accelerate the delivery of military equipment to the
0: Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and the UAE to enhance their ability to defend
3: themselves. Meanwhile, shortly after the announcement, Iran's foreign minister was on face the nation, saying war between the U.S. and Iran may not be avoidable. No, I'm not confident that we can avoid a war. We, I'm confident that we will not start one. But I'm confident that whoever starts one will not be the one who finishes it.
0: His follow-up to that was other countries will get dragged in and it'll yeah. be a uh, much larger conflagration, as people say. Um, and Who knows how that will turn out, which he's probably right about that.
1: My but, concern is the streets. Will there be anything running in them? You and will it be blood?
0: If if Iran, Saudi Arabia, whoever else is throwing stuff around each other and we're involved at all, don't you think China would take their chance to, uh, to move somewhere?
3: Yes. When we're, I think when, there's a very good chance of that. Antonio Brown is calling it quits in the NFL. The very troubled wide receiver announcing he's done playing in the league on Twitter. Brown wrote, these owners can cancel deals and do whatever they want at any time. Just because
0: I look like I might be a rapist and it's going to hurt ticket sales or something, they feel like they can get out of their contract.
3: Yeah, the star player released by both the Raiders and the Patriots amid sexual assault allegations. The NFL launching an investigation into those accusations.
1: Yeah, and on his way out, he he decided the uh, bridges were best burned. And he uh, took shots at his former teammate, Ben Roethlisberger, who was accused of sexual assault and was only suspended for a couple games or something like that. And also took a shot at the owner of the New England Patriots, Robert Kraft. Uh, let's see, where's the quote about Robert H.J. Kraft? Yeah, uh, yeah. that um, he essentially said that he's uh, going down to the hoe house. He's not in trouble. Why am I? Because it's not the same thing as raping somebody? Right. Yeah, yeah. But this guy, if you don't follow football, he's spectacularly gifted. He's an amazing athlete. Which shows you but how... But he's completely nuts.
0: So I, I don't watch the NFL anymore, but I read somewhere that he might be the best receiver out there? Is that yes. even possible? Okay, yeah. well then, how how certain must teams be that he's guilty of this stuff? Because usually, if you're a good enough player, they, they find a workaround, or they turn another, a blind eye, mm-hmm. or somebody makes an argument for you. If he's that good and still nobody wants to have anything to do with him, that shows you that they've done a little digging and thought, no, yeah, this is a bad
1: idea. Sports Illustrated says not only is he being accused of sexual assault and really kind of super-pervo behavior by a couple of different women, but he owes money everywhere. He just doesn't pay his debts, and he's just he's
3: a a, uh, a crack-up waiting to happen. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
1: Oh, squawky.
0: So you're on the record thinking the Ukraine phone call thingy is nothing.
1: It will go nowhere. All right. In the whole I heard a a, a lefty commentator, um, but an honest one, saying, and no, Congress doesn't have a right to see the transcript of the call just because some whistleblower once removed said I didn't like the sound of it. That's that's just not the way it works. That would be a bad precedent. But Adam Schiff, who's a congenital liar, is out there saying. We demand it. We have the right to say it. But you can claim anything you want.
3: Got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. Yeah. So
0: something happens Thursday. What happens Thursday? There's some it's get a together. Little Friday. And...
1: <laughs> we, we, we get it on.
0: Now there's a deadline on Thursday where somebody's got to oh, do something
3: or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the deadline that uh, Nancy laid down. Said we need those transcripts by Thursday. We else. must have them or else. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that poor old witch is just. <laughs> She's in a, a difficult spot. She got the, uh,
1: the the way left flank howling uh, at her. Impeached now. Liz Warren yep. is saying we need to start right. impeachment hearings today. But Nancy's thinking, you people, you are so crazy.
0: Well, I saw this headline mm-hmm. in the uh, New York Post. No presidential candidate has apologized for calling for Kavanaugh's impeachment. No. So you can now... Call for a Supreme Court justice to be impeached, or a president to be impeached, and then if the the grounds you were concerned about go
1: away, yeah, you just move on with your life. The story goes pff, 24 hours later, you don't say anything. But it's back to the and tribal signaling. It's the tribal signaling. And the media doesn't ask him to say anything, it. No, no. Do you think Kavanaugh ought to be beheaded? Yes! off with his head (laughs) and you've signaled even though that's a ridiculous thing to say that you're on the side of people who hate kavanaugh Mm. it's all you're doing Mm. it's all you're hoping to accomplish too so now you got all the candidates saying that it's clear we must impeach trump right now and all of them are thinking oh my god i hope nobody does it (laughs) that would be suicidal wow our politics have gotten crazy dumb Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and it's not good for
1: anybody really Mm, well it's the um, best system devised by man.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens on Thursday. We'll be on top of it, won't we? We sure will.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: Bruce
0: Springsteen,
2: 70 years old
0: today. Married one of his guitar players. That's right. Seems to have worked out for him. Oh yeah. As
1: long as those crazy kids are happy,
0: who am I to judge? Uh, Oprah Winfrey was on the CBS Morning Show. Announced her Oprah Book Club book, which was The Water Dancer, which just sounds like <laughs> a made, made up. Sounds like a made up Oprah Book Club name. Right. The Water Dancer anyway she uh she revealed on there that she had been asked to moderate a presidential debate, but turned it down, saying she didn't want to uh, get into the fray, huh, and that she thinks candidates make a mistake when they go negative after people. You should not talk about the other guy because it only empowers your opponents when you talk about them, you should only talk about what you are going to do
1: yeah I, I wish that were true. I like the spirit of it. I'm a bit of a water dancer myself, as you know. <laughs> uh Emmys were last night. You didn't know that because you didn't watch them. Neither did no, hardly anybody you know else. What? I forgot they were coming, and when I heard they were on, I did not have the slightest interest in tuning them in. The awards show. I am curious to know who won because sure. that's the stuff I might want to watch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. um uh the Record low ratings last year, and this year it was down twenty two percent from then. Oof. That doesn't even seem like it's possible. Oof. When do you pull? That's the pl- a cliff, man. When, when do you pull the plug this year?
1: I think you just keep cutting the budget. If you get some modest Sunday night audience, you might as well trot it out. I don't know what it costs them to do an awards show. Probably not much.
0: But all those stars can't keep walking out there like the whole world's watching, like it used to be. Mm-hmm. It used to be one of the highest rated shows of the year. I like wonder you if you start like getting more no-shows. You used to get like 60 million people tune into those yeah. shows. Nah,
1: not anymore. No, nah, my kid had a ball game, so I didn't go. Thanks for the award. <laughs> if
0: it were on in front of me and I couldn't turn it off, I would have plugged my ears and shut my eyes <laughs> to avoid it.
1: Amen to that. I no interest in it. Amen to but that. But I am kind of interested Bunch in of self-satisfied dopes lecturing us on how we ought to live. Please. Well, that's what originally turned me
0: off was the political speeches. But anyway, uh, who won what? We're going to give Sean sixty seconds to get through this. So if you're not into this sort of thing, I guess put in the latest Taylor Swift hit CD for one minute, then come back. Ladies and gentlemen, positive Sean with the Emmys.
2: Sixty minutes on the clock, Michael. All right, so uh, outstanding sixty seconds, seconds please. please. Dang because it. there is a God, I almost, I almost got a full hour out of this. Outstanding drama series was won by Game of Thrones. It was the swan song final season. This was more Never of, a, heard of it. a career achievement award uh, oh. than the actual rewarding of the last season. Veep also with its last season, but did not get the 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 fond farewell uh, as Fleabag ended up winning a majority of the comedy. Uh, Awards including actress, writing, directing, and outstanding comedy series. I had seriously never heard of that. Variety talk series went to last week tonight as they continue a pretty dominant run ever since they hit the air. Uh, Outstanding limited series went to Chernobyl. Uh, Thrilled with that. That was without a doubt the best thing on TV all of last year. I gotta check that out. If you're only gonna watch one thing from these that you haven't seen, make it Chernobyl. That was great. Uh, Too much radiation. Saturday. Saturday, (laughs) That's Joe's review. Saturday Night Live uh, won best uh, sketch variety series, and they won five of the seven total Emmys for NBC.
0: because they and hate Trump
2: right. so much. Yay, give him more awards. The Chernobyl thing, is it a documentary or is it a It's like- a miniseries. No, it is It is a fictionalized uh, retelling. It's not fictionalized. It is an, uh, a, a recreation. What we gotcha. call historical fiction.
1: Mm. That one, that's what it is. Yeah.
0: I should check that out.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I have a feeling
1: it hues pretty close to... Yeah, uh, the main facts. I, I've seen one of those quibbly articles about they got this wrong and this wrong, and it's worth reading if you're really curious about what happened.
2: Yeah, so the biggest criticisms are how they treat radiation poisoning and how the, the TV show kind of has it jumping from person to person like a weird zombie virus that's not really how it works right but shortcuts are taken for for the sake of storytelling characters are while real were combined and kind of hybridized for the sake of of clarity in the story as well but too many communists
0: <laughs> hey between two ferns the movie came out this weekend right yes yes on that netflix. released on netflix and i saw some clips from it that were pretty darn funny
2: it, it It is hilarious. There is a uh, uh, trailer time with Positive Sean where I go over the trailer of it. It is by far the funniest trailer that I've done. Uh, You (laughs) should probably just watch it just to see Matthew McConaughey get drenched by a malfunctioning sprinkler system. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, it gets funnier from there. Wow, that's (laughs) fabulous. I I happen to show my
1: wife uh, the Barack Obama episode of Between (laughs) Two Ferns, which makes me laugh like crazy every time I see it. But that sort of humor is just kind of wasted on her. When he asks uh, the president at the time an incredibly inappropriate question, president glares at him and throws a bar back at him, and they just glare at each other. I think that's so good. Yeah, how that's they t- so uncomfortably funny.
0: Yeah, it does. They do a good job of making it uncomfortable, even though everybody knows what's going to happen. But it still comes off as, like, complete legit. It feels like they thought it was going to be a real interview. Right. And they're mad. <laughs> right.
1: Right. <laughs>
2: Him and Seinfeld, really funny. And he's just insufferable. Zach Galifianakis is. Yeah. So, for an example, one of the questions he asked Matthew McConaughey in this, in this most recent movie, he says, of all the things you could have won an Emmy for, how surprised were you that it was acting?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, like with Zach, with uh, Seinfeld, he just kept knocking on how long ago his show was. Your show was really popular back when the Counting Crows were still a thing. <laughs>
1: Hey, wow. Hey, wait a minute. I am said that
0: on a couple. And Seinfeld said to him, you know, if you'd just done hang- Hangover, the one movie, it'd be one of the all-time classics, but you had to do the money grab for another two or three. Was that worth it to you, that you went for the Hangover two and three? Because now it's just kind of an embarrassment.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people take shots at that. The president did. So we didn't get a chance to get as deeply into the big uh, poll out, the uh, NBC Wall Street Journal poll which is getting a lot of uh, attention, generally just like an inch deep. We'll hit that tomorrow uh, because there are a lot of really interesting questions and comparisons to other presidents and that sort of thing about, uh, about the Trump Meister. Uh, also about people's uh, attitudes toward the economy and, and stuff. Let me just uh, hit one question and answer, because I think the answer will, will surprise you. Would you please tell me whether you're from a Hispanic or Spanish speaking background? 10% said yes. How about that? 10% Hispanic. Why does that matter? Who cares? We're all Americans. What is what is this obsession? Well, Hispanic people on the other hand thought the economy was very good, not excellent. Why do I care? Huh? No bueno. <laughs> well said. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Brevity is the soul of wit right there, man. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Our esteemed newsman, Marshall Phillips. Marshall, final gotta, thought.
3: Got to tell you that uh, it's Friends 25th Anniversary Week, and I binged-watched some of Friends mm. yesterday, and it does hold up oh, really, yeah. really, really yeah. well.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like Lucy or something like that. Yeah. It'll be funny forever.
2: I actually laughed out loud a couple times. That's quite an achievement. Positive, Sean, your final thought? Oh, I'm looking into my future, and I see... I see a tri-tip. Yes, I got a tri-tip oh. marinade and ready to be thrown uh. on the grill today. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. I eat that right now. Meat. <laughs> Love <the> meat.
3: <laughs> Michelangelo, pressing the buttons in the control room. Final thought. Yeah, I want Jack to get a giraffe and put it in his house. Simply cut a hole in the ceiling so the giraffe can stick its head out.
1: It'll be hilarious. <laughs> uh, Jack, do you have a final thought for us?
0: Yeah, so you end up on so many mailing lists, right? Every time you buy anything or fill out any form and they sell your information... So I got hit with an email over the weekend from Ralph Lauren, for some reason, advertising to me for fall a cashmere top topcoat that is only $15,000. Wow. And there should be some sort of filter on your list. Don't advertise to me $15,000 fall
1: jackets. Hey, order me one while you're at it. Good God. <laughs> my final thought is I was a wee lad of, I think, 15 years old when my golf buddy slash bandmate uh, John recommended I listen to Bruce Springsteen. I'd heard the name, but I wasn't really d- d- aware, and, and uh, I became a huge fan. I'm thinking of John on Bruce's birthday. I haven't seen him or talked to him in many, many years. So I hope he's well. Bruce Springsteen's 70th birthday? Yep. John had a Trans Am with the big-ass engine oh, before cool. it got cut down, and we would we would leave at, like, 6.30 for 7 o'clock tea times that were an hour away, and we would get there on time. There you go. <laughs> Do the math. Those were thrilling days. indeed. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty, wrapping up another grueling <laughs> four-hour workday. Oh, every once in a while I channel Principal Skinner. I don't know why. Uh, so many people, <laughs> thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We've got a lot of great clicks for you. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Yeah, we'll see
0: how this whole Trump-Ukraine phone call thing plays out. Joe says it's a nothing. Plays. It could be completely gone by the end of the week, right? I'm telling you the latest
1: we'll s- it's a witch hunt
0: <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow god bless america
3: you having a good time okay i, I did not say well, that i've
1: sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes
3: <laughs> that's not <fun. laughs> if you
1: wish to leave you may let me just say how very very dismaying and
2: disappointing not uh, good and just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show we'll
3: be better tomorrow than we were today and we heard the words it's
1: over for me adios mofo. Okay, so we're we're, you're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to
0: rephrase uh, what you're doing? You're Paul Manafort's
1: Armstrong and Getty.